I wanted this one to be a little bit more behind the scenes in the sense of we're recording our conversation of determining the top five. Sign, seal, delivered, I'm in. Mm -hmm. Like he can, I can count on him to do that in so many roles. Like he can definitely play. He has a wide range. That was one of my criteria. Delete Twain Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Backseat Directing, where we talk about movies, TV shows, comics, and more. We're your hosts, Andrew and Aaron, and we post new episodes every Monday and Thursday. And today, we're going over our combined top five best actors. Here we go. Action. I always Three, forget that. <laughs> two, one, action. I always forget that it's my job to say that part at the end and I have to like remember the split second. I know, even if the last few episodes you've done it that way and there's always like this three second pause before you start the countdown. Because I, I always look at you and go, why isn't Aaron talking? Yeah, because <laughs> I, I used to be the one to say it. <laughs> okay. All right, yeah, today we have a different type of episode we're doing a top five ranking which that in itself is not different we've done rankings on the show all the time but what we're doing is a combined top five so we have to agree this is very similar to our marvel ranking episode but i wanted this one to be a little bit more behind the scenes in the sense of we're recording our conversation of determining the top five rather than talking about the top five themselves. We have to kind of debate back and forth and place these people in the roles that we think are the right placings for them and their acting ability. So yeah. again, we're ranking based off of the best acting ability that an actor can display. In our in our eyes. humble opinions. Yes. But exactly. yeah, so I have other than what I know about Aaron as a person, I really have no idea what's on his list. I can only just guess and give conjecture so i'm about to find out live on the show yeah we this episode is interesting because it could literally be 10 minutes long where we just agree on all five yeah we have all five maybe one of them is out of order than the other one so we just have to kind of determine which one goes in the right spot and then that's the end of the episode and i'm cool with that um or this could be a, a 40 five minute episode an hour episode and we're really kind of debating back and forth or Maybe new actor pops to mind and it kind of messes up our whole top yeah. five. I have no idea. This I have is... a I have a list of probably twenty actors here. Um, I have five of them that I think are kind of towards the top in my opinion. Again, some biased in there, you know, based off of who you connect with the most. Yeah, I made my my list of a top like twelve, top ten, and then narrowed it down to my five, and it still feels a little bit fluid because that's why that's where we'll discuss and debate because. It's just so hard. Like sometimes I'm really strongly opinionated, but then stuff like this where it's so hard to choose, like there's so many amazing actors and you can only pick five. Like it's hard to be strongly opinionated on my five when you, when I, I love me. It's, yeah, it's really not so fair much. of us to rank yeah. actors. Like it's this. just fun. Yeah, it's exactly. Fun. It's, it's good conversation and, uh, or, it's a more opportunity for us to talk about these artists work. Before we go right into our five, something I want to understand is what was your criteria? Like what, did you think about when you thought about the best top five actors in your book? 
Yeah, so that uh, range in acting. Uh, how many different types of roles can they play? Or do they play the same kind of role every single time? That was one of my criteria. Delete Twain Johnson. <laughs> um, doesn't mean there's, there's some actors that do that that I really, really love. Um, that, Like, I love Adam Sandler so much. And yeah. he always plays Adam Sandler. Yes. Ex- I mean, except when he doesn't, and it's phenomenal. And I love Ryan Reynolds. And he, especially as of late, has been playing Ryan Reynolds a lot. Um, so I don't know if I'd have him on my top five, but he's definitely on my top five, like, favorite actors. Yeah. You know, but I don't know about best. best actors. Another thing I have in consideration is... Um, box office appeal. Um, that's not like my main criteria, of course. Um, but if they don't have a few hits, you know, like then I don't know if I can have them in the top five. You know, they they have to have they have to have brought in some money. They have to uh, uh, appeal to the audience to where people go watch those movies because they're in it. Yeah, one thing yeah. my wife always makes fun of me for is like oh, you pay too much attention to the box office or to the awards or the Oscars because she hates the Oscars. But I think that I don't get my opinions from them. I don't wait till after the movie comes out and then see who won the Oscar and watch that movie. Mm -hmm. On the contrary, I prefer to not have opinions even told to me by other people before I see the movie so that it doesn't alter my expectations. But I like... To, to compare that validation like if a movie that I loved or an actor performance that I love wins an Oscar then I feel like that's like, be- right, yeah, let's go. It, it's being validated by yeah. people with the critical sense and acclaim to give it like the validation yeah so I only have two kind of written here and again I didn't want to like think into it too much yet I really wanted to discuss that with you so we're really kind of going back and forth so I brought two of those little uh, determining factors to the table. Do you, what, what am I missing? What else did you have in mind when you were making your list? So that's the what you said first is I think first and foremost the main thing that I was thinking of is like their range. But for me, like I've talked about plenty of times before on the show, the way that I'm drawn into their character. When I talk about my favorite movies, it's about drawing me into that world. When I talk about my favorite actors, it's about drawing me into that character. If and like you said, they can't be playing the same role because I see Ryan Reynolds as Ryan Reynolds. Like I want to see. Calvin Candy. Like when I watch Django Unchained, I'm not thinking, wow, Leonardo DiCaprio is doing a great job right now. I'm thinking, man, Calvin Candy is insane. Like mm-hmm. I want to feel that character come alive and like be wrapped up in them being that person. So that's my, those are my biggest criteria. Yeah. Okay. So you don't have another category necessarily to, to add to the mix. Cause I'm trying to think like if, if we had three, like, boxes that we could check it might help us when we come into a a little disagreement on like where we could put someone we could maybe how would you define our two that we have right now so diversity of roles so we have yep range and then box office draw oh and then i would say like uh capturing that character like not just diversity of different characters but capturing that character you're portraying okay making them come alive giving them like ticks and personality that kind of falls under all under that umbrella Okay, the more we talk and the more I think about this, the more my top five is changing. <laughs> like, I just thought of a big one that I didn't have on my list at all. I know, That's I thought probably of probably yeah. in my top five. I thought of that just before we started filming, and I, it racked my list, and I ended up not even putting it on because it was, it's just, I have them still in my top 10 that will, it will address if it comes up. 
but and, and we'll talk to as we go along but i think where we should start the only sensible place to start is for us to come to a conclusion on who is going to be our number one on our shared list because we have to go top down okay um I don't, so right now I have six in my top five and I don't have them ranked in order. <laughs> that's, that's not how top five works. I know. Well, do you have an idea of who you want as number one? No, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm, I'm very fluid. I, I have an idea of like who I think are towards the top, but I I'm don't gonna, have like a one. So if you have a one and you want to yes. go from top down. Here's what I'm going to put you in the hot seat. I'm okay. going to count down from three and boom, you're going to have to name who you think would go in your top one. Jeez. Immediately after you say that, I'll say mine. So the audience can hear both. Uh, Ready? But I don't. Yeah. All right. I don't three, have one. Two. No. One, don't do this. Pick. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Mine. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. See, I don't think I agree with Tom Cruise. <laughs> well, I thought maybe it would give you some okay. like inspiration to yeah, make yeah. a final it didn't decision. Work. It didn't work. Um, I think Tom Cruise is up there. I was. Sh- I didn't but even answer mine. I don't think it's one. I was supposed I to know, answer mine. You didn't mine. even say yours. But but I was so shocked. Okay, so <laughs> I, I did know that Leonardo DiCaprio was going to be on your list um, for definitely the top five, and I had a feeling it would be towards the top. I don't have him in that group of six that I have. For the you top don't have five. him in the top six. But, I, but listen, listen. I this have is him be so like, much harder to do than I thought if you don't even okay, have him in the top I, five. But I have him on the next one, and I'm ready to jump him up. I just want to hear, like, why he's over some of the other people. Because I haven't seen a ton of his movies. Okay. And the movies that I have seen with him, they're they're okay to me. Not, not that there were bad performances or bad movies. It's just I don't relate to them as much. You know, like Wolf of Wall Street, great movie. I don't like it as much as some other movies that other actors are in. Just because of my personal uh, takes on life you know yeah. like i i agree that's a great movie you're telling me you can't identify with being a multimillionaire? no i can't <laughs> so okay my so taking my, drugs all the time like. my reasoning for it is basically like the two biggest things on our list to me is and he checks all three marks first of all yes yeah, i agree is is range and making you believe that character so when you take the fact that he can take a character on this end of the spectrum all the way over here you've got his role in catch me if you can and he's like a young naive kid super smart um and he can make me believe that i'm fully enveloped in that that's who he is and then you go all the way to the other end of the spectrum and now a movie i know you haven't seen but in calvin candy as calvin candy in django Unchained, he's now portraying like a vile monster like a slave owner who is no regard for this entire race of humans and treats them like like pets or not even like treats them well like a pet and and you go from two ends of spectrum to this kid to this monstrous adult and i can believe both like holy 100 percent i'm bought signed sealed delivered i'm in mm-hmm. like he can he, i can count on him to do that in so many roles like i, I wouldn't say he could just literally play anything because that's ridiculous but i can count on him if he's in a role that i'm gonna believe that that is a living breathing human person in that world and I think that being able to do that on complete opposite ends of the spectrum, like it's just like Denzel, who's another actor I'm going to bring in later. It's like you, he tells you he's the upstanding citizen, but then he plays Alonzo in Training Day and you don't question it at all. Even if you've seen him in 10 movies before that, you know, like if you've seen Leonardo DiCaprio as the heartthrob 10 times before in uh, Romeo and Juliet and Titanic and all these movies, and then you go and watch him as Calvin Candy, like... I don't think about Jack from Titanic for a second. He sells it so well. Yeah. Um, but I guess maybe I'll have to knock him down my list a little bit. He's not even your top five, but I, I would love him to be the number one. Okay. 
we, how about this? We put them as number one. And if at any point we're talking and we, I can convince you at any point that someone meets that expectation and could possibly rival all the stuff that you just said, then maybe we can move them down if it comes up. Okay. Sounds good. How's that for you? You're calling me down a little bit. Okay. But, um, I think that then I'll defer to you a little bit on number two and maybe I'll let my list slide a little bit for number two and see who, who maybe you think could be next up to bat. Cause you gave me the, the lead for number one. Uh, yeah. Um, do we really want to go one at a time or do we want to name a few and kind of like, I can tell you who else is on them. my top five and you can pick through them and then we could do the same for yours. Yeah, let's let's hear that. I'll tell you my uh, remaining four, and you see if there's lines up with anybody on your list. All right. In second place, I have Christian Bale. Okay. And He's then in my top six. <laughs> in third, I have Denzel Washington. Okay. Uh, in fourth, I know you're gonna like this one, Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. And then in fifth, I have Brad Pitt. Okay. I knew Brad Pitt was gonna be there. Uh, Denzel Washington doesn't surprise me. Um, Christian Bale, I knew was gonna be up there. You have that in second. Yeah. I think we can put that in second. Okay. Right now. Um, Placeholder, second, yeah. first and second. Or yeah. in, um, how do you feel about that? I, I feel mean, good with it. I feel like you'd, you'd like that. I mean, yeah, that that's, my, that's my exact list. Yeah. So <laughs> I can't um, be complaining about I think, that. I think Christian Bale, much like pretty much everything you said about Leonardo DiCaprio, kind of could be said about Christian Bale. And taking like, his body, like his commitment to his roles that far along. Like, I mean, it's... Like out of criteria, like... Criteria capturing the character like ten out of ten. Like yeah. it has to be right. Like, like you said, just the dedication that he has with his body and stuff, and and all that stuff. Even if he is possibly using some stuff to like help him out, you know, like that may not be legal or easily accessible. Like either way, it's really impressive, and it's not like he's competing in anything to where that's like against the rules. I also know, respect so. his artistic integrity a lot because I hear a lot of stories about when the the role for Patrick Bateman came up for American Psycho and they really wanted Leonardo DiCaprio to do it. And I believe he called him and said, Hey, I would really like this role. And this like means a lot to me and kind of talked because I, and there were also, I think Leo's publicist maybe didn't want him to shed his like image at the time and play a serial killer. So they ended up getting Christian Bale for that role. And I think Christian Bale is somebody unlike those publicists who is not afraid to do whatever he thinks is the best role. Like it could be something possibly detrimental to his career, like a total risk. He'll take a risk on a superhero film, you know, you know, a lot of people might say that that makes at the time, especially that wasn't for as serious of an actor, but he'll take that risk on, on Christopher Nolan's Batman and it panned out for him. I think he has a lot of artistic integrity as an actor and to hear him speak about other actors, he really respects the craft. When they asked him in an interview, what he thought about Robert Pattinson's casting as Batman. And he just said, like, well, a lot of people doubted Heath Ledger when he was cast as the Joker. And look how brilliant he performed. Like, he's like, I defer that to Robert Pattinson as well. Like, don't listen to the naysayers. And I just think he has a lot of respect for the craft. And it, he considers it a true art form. Yeah, I've seen him talk about, too, that he doesn't watch a ton of movies, which is interesting, right? Like, it's unusual because actors, a lot of them are usually in it because they love film. Yeah. I'm sure he does watch movies, but right. um, I'm sure he's also busy. Also, like... Have you heard of like actors not wanting to watch their movies back? Quite a bit, yeah. How, if you were an actor, or even with these episodes, you know, like... I enjoy watching these, so I imagine I'd enjoy watching a movie if okay. I thought I did a good job in it. Like, we did a little series or whatever. Did you enjoy watching that back? You were in on, on screen the whole time. I was behind the camera, so maybe it wasn't the same for me. But, like, 
when you were watching those back, did you feel kind of the same thing or no? Yeah. Even if I, so majority, if I felt like I did a, had a good performance and whatever we were doing, I love watching it. Even if I thought I messed up or something, it's still entertaining to watch, you know, it's, maybe I'm just vain, but it's fun to see yourself on screen. I think, so I don't like watching our episodes back really. Cause I don't like watching myself, you know? Um, at least with this podcast, I Maybe. love watching them. I'm like, I, yeah. I'm like, I agree with everything this guy's saying. Like, so many good points. He's always Maybe right because you're more egotistical than <laughs> I am. That's probably that's probably where it comes from. That's and that's probably like part of the nature of being an actor, right? Like, yeah. you, especially if you're gonna revel in our actor for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like you have to have a little bit of that belief in yourself. Yeah, you have to believe you're that person you're portraying. You have to believe you're convincing before the audience can believe you're convincing. Right. Okay, so we got one and two right now. now. Um, Let me read off my top uh, six or whatever and see what you say. Because some of them are different. Some of them are the same. I think we can place the ones that are the same. Okay. Right? And then we'll fill in the gaps. So I have Tom Cruise. Um, These aren't in order. Okay. Um, They're just listed. Robert Downey Jr., uh, Johnny Depp, Matt Damon, Christian Bale, Will Smith. Robert Downey Jr., Johnny Depp. Matt Damon, Christian Bale, Will Smith. Yeah, Will Smith is somebody I debated about being on my list too. Um, I really, really enjoy Will Smith. He's really incredible in a lot of movies. I think he has um, wide range. You know, he can play the funny guy. He can play the serious guy. They're kind of all in between. Um, I think he has a big box office pull. Um, maybe more so before last year, <laughs> you know, with the slap. The slap. But, like, everyone makes mistakes, you know? And I think he'll bounce back from it and kind of recover and whatnot. And he's still doing incredible movies like he just did in, in Emancipation. Yep. And that, at that incident, he won an Oscar for his role in King Richard. So right. even, um, like, nowadays, like, he, he was huge in the 90s and 2000s. But even nowadays, he's still pulling off. Yeah, so he has wide range, big box office pull, you know, like... I think a lot of people go watch the movies that he's in because he's in it. Um, And then capturing the character. I think he does a good job, but I think he's kind of gotten to the point where he's like super famous to where you like start to see Will Smith. But he has such good range that I think it kind of counterbalances that a little bit. Yeah, that's that was my initial reason for why I don't have Will Smith or Tom Cruise, which are two great actors that you have on your list. Um, Even Johnny Depp to a degree. They're like eccentric personalities or people who are so big that I kind of see their name. And yes, Leo is huge, but I feel like he his acting overshadows how big he is. And, and see, so I haven't seen as much of Leo's work as all these other actors that I listed on my list. So when I see him in a movie, I see him. I see Leo, you know, um, which, I mean, it's hard not to. I mean, you know, they're the most famous actors in the world. You know, of course you're going to recognize them and stuff. But I think, like, uh, Johnny Depp, in a lot of his movies, he doesn't even look like himself. You know, so I feel like you can really get into the character. I think he's, when it comes to capturing the character, has to be, like, an 8 to a 10. You know, like, yeah. he's very high, uh, very convincing in the character that he is in. Um, I think he has a wide range as well, but his wide range is like different than what we would kind of, uh, talk about when we talk about Will Smith, you know, Will Smith can play the action hero, you know, and lead like a big franchise like that. But then he can also play the funny guy and then he can also play the super serious role. Um, I think, um, 
uh, who was it talking about? Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. I think he has a different range and he's more, like you said, on the eccentric side of things and playing like roles that are really far out there, but they're all kind of like different, you know? Um, so that's why he's on my list. Uh, so I'd, I'd, I'd like to sneak him up in there if we can. Um, Tom Cruise, I think out of those six is at the bottom for me. I think he has the, I guess another one on here would be like dedication. Kind of like you said about Christian Bale, how he's like dedicates his full body to a role, gaining weight, losing weight, building muscle, losing muscle. You know, I feel like, um, Tom Cruise is kind of the same in terms of all his stunts and stuff. You know, I think his range is a little bit less. You know? Yeah. So, like, I could definitely see us not putting Tom Cruise into the top five for that reason. Um, but we both had in common Matt Damon. Do you want to try to fit in a spot for him? Um, so what I'm think, what I was thinking is the ones that I could be happy with adding on, tacking on to our existing list could potentially be Matt Damon, Will Smith, and Denzel if we can find an order for them. But the other thing that's nagging at the back of my mind is how could we not put Robert De Niro or Jack Nicholson on this list? Mm. Two of like the most iconic actors of all time that are maybe made quite a few movies like when we were really young or before we were born. Yeah. But like impossible, like it's so hard to neglect their impact on acting and, and film. Like yeah. Jack Nicholson in The Shining, groundbreaking. Uh, Robert De Niro in like Goodfellas or Taxi Driver or a hundred other movies you could name. Plus Robert De Niro can do the comedy aspect because he has the range. He's in Meet the Parents, like that whole trilogy and making us laugh all the way through it. So he he does voice work in Shark Tale, like a DreamWorks animated movie. Like it's hard to not include Robert De Niro. Like his yeah. character work in Taxi Driver is so phenomenal. And I think since he's Cape Fear, just part of like the generation before us that it's maybe a little harder for us to connect to him rather than some of these other stars that are a little more prevalent in our um, upbringing. And that's why like maybe he wasn't on like your original top five list, you know, but like doesn't mean he's not a phenomenal actor. Like, yes, we're saying like best actors here, top five best actors, but there is of course a bias towards it, you know? Like, yeah. Um, and I think that's why he's not on my list too. Like, yes, I recognize he's fantastic. Like he's great you know. in Taxi Driver and Raging Bull, and and Casino. But I don't like watch those movies every year. Yeah. Like when it comes to like Christian Bale roles, like I'm gonna put on yeah his movies like at least once a year. I guess that's another category that we could add on here, which is a big like category for me when ranking movies is like that rewatchability. You know, like how many times can you go and watch this person? Like I've only watched The Shining once. Yeah. Not that I don't think he's in, Jack Nicholson's incredible in it, but his role doesn't like draw me back to watch the movie over and over again. It has, of course, it has to do with more than just his role, but yeah. And I, I think that's why we maybe can't put them into our top five. Um, I'm glad we at least are going to address it because yes. that seems like two huge looming figures of acting to not yes. put in. There's, so I do have. I see your point with Denzel Washington. He's on my like honorable mentions, but I also have a lot of other honorable mentions that we could possibly even consider. You know, um, I I don't have Brad Pitt on my top, but he's definitely up there for sure. Um, so I could see an argument for him. But then some others that we haven't even mentioned yet. We have Jake Gyllenhaal, Oscar he's Isaac, on. Morgan Freeman, Tom Hanks, Jeff Bridges. 
You know, like I have um, Daniel Day-Lewis, Gary Oldman, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Did we say Tom Hanks yet? I just did. Yep. Yeah. So it's so it's really really difficult like Daniel Day-Lewis when it comes down to like the actual craft of acting might be the most talented actor of all time but like I'm not gonna go watch The Phantom Thread over and over again like so then you lose that rewatchability factor um it's, it's tough it's tough to fit everybody in Chadwick's amazing I mean his performance in 42 I feel like is really like his seminal work and so he's so good as Jackie Robinson and you know I love Jake Gyllenhaal like I like him in Nightcrawler him in Prisoners I think he has great range too and like that dedication to capturing the character like in Prisoners we did a full breakdown episode of that how he brings in these like little twitches and stuff like that's a lot of detail that goes into it you know like the dedication he brings to end of watch like all the research he did to portray he seems like law enforcement he's like, like the in my eyes, the best actor to portray a cop. Like, it felt so real in those movies, both of them, uh, Prisoners and End of Watch. Like, man, the more we talk about them, the more I really do want to put them up in, up in there. Because, like, yeah. Southpaw, great movie. Oh, God, I love know, like, Southpaw. That's, like, probably my favorite. And and then he he, he did good in uh, Spider-Man Far yeah, From Home, yeah. too. Like, he can do a, a wider range. He was in Brothers. Um, that was that was pretty de- a good performance by him. It's not like one of my favorite movies, but a good performance by him for sure. I think the thing that he's maybe missing is like that range on like the softer side of things, you know, like it's always very intense, like yeah. unbroken. Right. Like I think his the the one that I can think of the most of like his like funniest movie, you know, is like uh, probably Far From Home. I mean, I could be just kind of lapsing on some. Yeah, but. these are all really serious. I mean, Jarhead, Zodiac, Enemy. Not Zodiac, animals, right, source yeah. code, demolition. They're all quite serious. Yeah. But I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, but it, it definitely like kind of brings them a little lower oh, I said on the I'm list. I earlier instead of stronger. Yeah. Um, there's another person that I thought of, too, when I was talking about him that we haven't brought up. Robert oh, um, Pattinson, Tom Holland. Both good. I don't think Tom Holland has had enough experience just yet to like kind of crack that top five. Um, I think he's definitely on the... like. Top five up and coming. Yeah. For sure. I think of Heath Ledger, but Ryan Gosling. That's who I was. Ryan Gosling. Like he can definitely play. He has a wide range, you know, um, playing the notebook. You know. Crazy stupid love. He's so funny. Yes. But then like he's so like tough and gritty and cool and like sci fi, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Like he's action star, he's the he's in he's in drive, you know, where mm-hmm. he's very serious and intense and then crazy stupid love where he's very funny and jovial and charismatic. Yeah, like he he feels like in a way like kind of relatable in that sense since he does play all those different types of roles. Like you can see a little bit of yourself in like each role that he's playing in, you know. And I think that's something that draws people's attention to an actor, you know. So man, where do we go from here? I feel like I am still sitting pretty heavy with my original top five. It feels hard to not... Some of the people that it feels hardest for me not to include would definitely be Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, Chadwick is really talented. And then the two I mentioned, Nicholson and De Niro. But I'd really like to get Matt Damon in there for his performances in uh, The Talented Mr. Ripley. Good Will Hunting is one of my top five, top ten favorite movies of all time. The Bourne uh, trilogy. He's really great in Bourne. He's great in... Even we bought a zoo. He's a great actor. Like he's great in Interstellar. 
Uh, Would you want to put him so at, good in the departed? Do you want to fit him in at four right now, and then we'll try to find one that we like more, better and one that's like just below? I think that's so funny because is that your list? Yeah, it's yeah. still it's still my list. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I can't complain again. Like I said, I told you like I didn't have an, a list like no made one. up. You know, like I just had a. Well, you had a list, not a ranking. Right. I I just had a grouping of the the characters. So like this is your list. I, the only one I would change is. Probably Leonardo. Um, I'd probably bring him a little lower, but I've already said why, you know? Yeah. I'm, I would be okay with bringing him lower, but I would not be okay with him not being in the top five. That I'll yeah, fight two na- thousand four. I, I fully knew that. <laughs> and if you've listened this far, thank you so much for supporting our show and listening. Uh, if you wouldn't mind doing us a favor, share us with your friends and family. Help support the show a ton. If you haven't already, uh, look us up on YouTube, like, and subscribe. Follow us on all platforms that you can. It really, really helps. All right. So, Andrew, right now we're kind of following your list that you had ranked up. We have Leo in first, Christian Bale in second. We got no one in third yet, Matt Damon in fourth, and then fifth is empty. Um, Who did you have in third and fifth? Third, I had Denzel Washington. Fifth, I had Brad Pitt. Okay. Um, Man, that's tough. Um... I think I like a few of these other actors a little more for the top five than Denzel Washington. Like Will Smith, Jake Gyllenhaal. See, um, I really like Denzel Washington for John Q and taking a Pelham 123 and Training Day. Um, I, I do think, because like I said, my list is fluid, I, I could be convinced to move those two around or out of my list, depend, depending on who you're bringing to the table. Who, who do you have on, on, on your on-deck circle? I feel like Will Smith has to be in there. Um, he definitely can do it all. That's yeah. the, the highest respect in regards to any of these people we've mentioned, I feel like, in terms of range. Because, like, seven pounds is so dramatic. And then he's the Fresh Prince. Which, yeah. he's dramatic in episodes Pursuit of that show, of too. But he's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, Pursuit of Happiness, great movie. I, that's a really good movie and a really good child acting performance in that movie as and well. I feel like he, his movies have very high watch, rewatchability. Um, I watch, obviously, the box office numbers. I watch Men in Black all the time. Bad Boys 2. Yeah. I think he's like at the top tier of our four categories that we're having. So I, I feel like he has to sneak in the top five at some point. And I think you wanna, wanna, I might push out Denzel. Okay. Do you want to put him in the three spot for now and we'll look at five? Okay. That's fair. So Will Smith coming in at three, which I feel good about that one. I like that one. Um, five, we have no one. This right would be now. the hardest one to choose if we're only having one spot left on our list. Correct. Someone that we haven't really talked about either, and I can see why he's maybe not on the top five, but someone that I want to bring up and mention is Robert Downey Jr. He has good range too, but he, he's maybe a little overshadowed with the Iron Man stuff. And I kind of like you said off camera with Johnny Depp is that when you're watching his movies, you kind of just see Jack Sparrow. But like that's because he did a phenomenal job as Jack Sparrow. Yeah. You know, so like it's hard to and he puts so much of himself into that and and whatnot. So kind of like the same thing, Robert Downey Jr. He just encapsulated a role perfectly. But not only did he do that, he's been in that role for like almost a decade, a long time, (laughs) you know, so like it's. It, Over a decade, yeah. Yeah, so like he maybe didn't have as many opportunities to go play all these different movie roles that like Leo or Christian maybe had. 
um, which is why maybe he would sneak down to like five or six on that like top 10 list, maybe seven, you know. But I think it's important to bring him up. He's got, he can play the funny guy, you know, and due date. He can play the superhero that is arguably probably everyone's like top three, if not favorite of the MCU, you know. Um, His role in Trop Thun- Tropic Thunder, which probably shouldn't talk about too much exactly Rewatching that movie nowadays is so hard to watch right? really? it is not acceptable <laughs> at all so much of that movie yeah um but then he can play the more serious role and stuff as well um and then i think he's the best sherlock holmes that we've seen oh, um, oh i mean benedict is really phenomenal so he's good he's good but I, I really like matt damon's a little more yeah, or Matt. <laughs> uh, I just read the list. Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. But is more. But to me, Benedict has the uh, the natural British accent, which he's like yeah. a native Brit, so that t- adds yeah. a lot to the role for me. Um, but Robert, I, those are that's what made me discover and fall in love with the character of Sherlock Holmes. I literally saw that movie in theaters, and like I went to Books a Million and got the collection of books and started reading Sherlock Holmes because of his portrayal. Yeah, so and that's really like good. very powerful for an actor to make you want to go do yeah. that. You know, like go out of your way and learn more about the character that they played and more about the story and all that stuff behind them. Like, And I, I don't think that I would have had that same reaction to pretty much anybody else playing yeah. that role because yeah. it, it was well-written, but... It, it was really Robert Downey Jr.'s like arrogance that sold it. But I think that is also kind of a common theme when you talk about his range is like all his characters kind of have that arrogance or maybe some degree of that sarcastic quality. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that comes off of a lot of his characters. Yeah, so kind of playing the same same person all the time, even yeah. if he is in like a different genre of movie, you know? Yeah, like in Due Date, he's still kind of that like arrogant slash know-it-all. Uh, he's... He's still some low battery mode again. <laughs> yeah, well, last time when you told me not to, I had just done it. Um, but he he still has like that arrogant quality to him, whether he's Iron Man or whether he's and and I haven't seen Doctor Doolittle, but that maybe that's a different portrayal. But that movie's tanked, so <laughs> yes, it, I, I haven't seen that movie either. But it didn't get high ratings, but. Uh, almost every actor on this list like has a few flops you know like it's just how it's gonna work like uh when you're making all these movies and stuff like not all of them are gonna be as your biggest hit yet you know like, can you name an actor that every movie they did topped their last movie like uh, no i doubt that'd it be but pretty hard to to come by i don't think that for me i can put johnny depp or robert Downey jr above like a jake gyllenhaal or Brad Pitt, Denzel, Tom Hanks, like Robert De Niro, Jack Nicholson. I, I don't think I could put him above, put those two above them. Okay, that's fair. I just wanted to bring him up. I yeah. think it was definitely a, a high pick up there for sure. Um, someone else I have on my list that we haven't really talked about. Again, I don't think he's top five, but Hugh Jackman. Yeah, I um, mean, especially because he's got a really big Dover. range too. Yeah. You know, being on Broadway. All the way to playing Wolverine, being in Prisoners, playing that the he dad goes, character, yeah. like from Greatest Showman to Prisoners, like right. that is range. He can sing, he can dance, he can act, he can get in shape to play a blockbuster superhero like Wolverine. Yeah. He can he's really a man's a man lot. and a ladies man. Like <laughs> he, he's got something there for everyone yeah, to he love. Really does. You know, so like, oh man, now I'm talking about him more, and I just want to scoot him up higher and higher. And he's funny as Wolverine. Yeah. He's funny and he serious. is very serious. Like Logan. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like 
he could be in the conversation to maybe sneak out that top five. He's definitely in the conversation for me. I think I would actually have him above Jake Gyllenhaal. I would have Jake Gyllenhaal above Hugh Jackman for me. I think he plays mainly because I think he has a bigger range. You know, with like Greatest Showman and was it Les Miserables? Les Miserables. Yeah, like those movies. And then going, like you said, to Prisoners, to Wolverine, some more serious stuff like that. Like... I think he just has a little bit more diversity in his lineup of movies than Jake Gyllenhaal. Kind of like you're arguing about Robert Downey Jr. kind of always playing the same thing, but like his unique spin on things. It's kind of like Jake Gyllenhaal a little bit, you know, kind of always playing the same serious tone character in a sense, you know, but he's one of my favorites for sure. So I just think Jake Gyllenhaal has more acclaim, like our middle category, like he has more Oscar-worthy performances in terms of, like, numbers, even if they're not as diverse, which I can also agree with. Yeah. Well, that's kind of how I feel about Leonardo, is that, like, he kind of just has the roles that are, like, searching for that Oscar, you know? I don't think, um, he, I don't think he was ever really searching for the Oscar. Yeah. Um, that's just my what opinion. it feels like yeah. from me, the outside looking in. You know? I think he so was always Those are kind of the movies that he gets involved in, it seems like. I think he was always interested in a role that would challenge him and yeah. looking for the most interesting role on the page. Yeah. That's how I see it. But I okay. can... I, so right now we have Leo, then Bale, then Will Smith, Matt Damon... And we're looking for our fifth spot. And are you contending for Hugh Jackman for the fifth spot or just considering him when you talk about him? I would rather him there than Denzel, I think. All right. But well, is, is there anybody else you consider like a high contender for that spot? Are we missing anybody else from your... You're, like, you're saying nobody else that I haven't rebuffed? No, no, no. So we have Brad Pitt to consider still. He was on your list already. Um, I think you can definitely make an argument for him being on this top five list. I mean, think about his think about his filming diversity and his rewatchability. Those are he's two of the highest for that. I mean, because he can do a dramatic role like his role in Seven or Moneyball, but then he does an action role like Mr. and Mrs. Smith or an action comedy like Bullet Train. And his movies are some of the movies that I've rewatched the most in my life. I mean, he's really great in World War Z. He's he's got a really eclectic filmography. Yeah, for sure. So, let's see. We have we have Brad Pitt, Hugh Jackman, um, Jake Gyllenhaal, right? Yes. Are we taking out um, what was his name uh, Johnny Depp or no Ryan Gosling? Or we want to keep him in the consideration as of right now. I, for my, the only ones I would personally take out are Johnny Depp, Tom Cruise. I would. Um, yeah, they're, they're not. In okay. The, then you can throw Ryan Gosling in the mix and let, let, let me know where your head's at with what our list is so far. Brad Pitt also um, has a really good roles in Fight Club and Glorious Bastards. And he has a voice in Megamind, which I think is hilarious. Like his role in Troy, which I mean... I know his accent in Inglorious Bastards is a little silly, and his and his role in Troy is his accent again is a little silly, but um, like especially in Inglorious Bastards, it's for like the tone of the movie and it works and it's very funny. Like I think the funniest part in that movie is when he says, uh, uh, "He's like 
says he speaks the the third worst. I speak the third worst Italian. And then he's like, you don't speak Italian. He's like, exactly. Third best. <laughs> and then he's like, uh, what does he say? He's, Arrivederci. <laughs> he's got like the Southern accent. It's, it's so funny. Yeah. So Brad Pitt, Hugh Jackman, Jake Gyllenhaal, Ryan Gosling. Um, are we, are you cool taking out Denzel from that mix or do you want I'll to accept keep it. him up there? I'll accept it. You, okay. you have, I want the audience to know you vetoed Denzel. He was in my three spot, but go ahead. You can take veto him. You, you reserve the right to do so. All right. So we kind of have four people fighting for this fifth spot then. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Hugh Jackman maybe be an unpopular opinion. You know, I, I don't think he's like considered as like a top five actor, you know, um, which I'm all about picking those kind of picks. <laughs> you <laughs> just know? want to upset the people at home. <laughs> That's right. This is my list, and you can't say anything about it. Well, I mean, he has a lot of the stuff that you talked about, like Tom Cruise. He's got the dedication factor over yeah. there. Hugh Jackman has the the range, the skill, the talent, you know, and the box office. Um, so by our criteria and factors, I would accept him in the fifth spot, and and then you can just kind of address the list and. See now, the, the thing is, would you have him above the other three that we have? I right would here? have him above Ryan Reynolds. Who are the other two? Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling, excuse me. Ryan Reynolds is a good actor, but we don't have <laughs> him in consideration for Poor this. Poor guy. Um, yeah, I'm sure he cares. We have Ryan Gosling, Brad Pitt, Jake Gyllenhaal, Hugh Jackman are the four people that we kind of have at the top right now. I'm sure we're missing a few that could probably be argued for that top spot there. but I wouldn't put him personally above Brad Pitt, but I feel like for our combined list it might be what makes the most sense. I mean, would you put him above Ryan Gosling? I love Ryan Gosling, but he's not, he wasn't the first person I thought of when I made my top five. Yeah. I, I thought of him while we were filming this too. So I think he's a great actor and I think he meets the, the hard part is that he meets all these criteria. I think he's a good, have, I think he's know? a good chameleon in his roles where I didn't think about him right. maybe because he's, is so, much of the characters that he portrays right honestly. and if we're going off of like, like criteria that we have and again that's like box office range capturing a character rewatchability of their films like he's got all of those you know mm -hmm. and like he's got some iconic movies but the other the other three do as well um i think brad pitt would definitely be up there on my list but me personally i'd be more excited to watch one of hugh jackman's movies um so that's kind of like just my personal take on it so like you'd have to convince me otherwise to have brad pitt yeah. above brad pitt's in two of my top 10 movies which yeah. he's he's in seven and he's in fight club so um he's gonna be in a top five list that i make for myself yeah and but like hugh jackman has that like nostalgia for me so like that maybe that's blinding my eyes you know like trying to get him into the top five i don't know that's why making these lists is hard. That's thought, why you don't rank art. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've been talking so much so about Hugh Jackman that he's been in the conversation so much and we're wondering who, who, if anybody's better than him. I feel like the answer just lands us at our feet with who are we talking about the most. I'm okay with that. I feel that. So Hugh Jackman in a five. I'm a, I, I will accept this list. It's a little, I think a little controversial. Um, and no matter who we pick, we're going to have people who hated it. What do you think is controversial about it? 
I mean, like I said, we have right now we have a top five list actors of all time, and we don't have Marlon Brando, Jack Nicholson, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino. So we said best actors. Are we taking in consideration all time? Or are we taking in consideration like best actors like now? I think we're like taking, it's it's kind of hard like I for think, me to take in consideration of all time if we haven't seen every movie ever. Exactly. I think what we're taking into consideration, the simplest way to say it, is we're taking it into consideration our perspective. Right. These are based on the movies we've seen and the movies we love. Right. And so like this to us, like I think that rewatchability. Uh, criteria that we have is what kind of pushes some of the previous generation lower on our list because we don't connect to those movies as much i appreciate and respect the artwork of raging bull um but i don't feel the need to rewatch it over and over again um just for, for some of its entertainment value to me yeah and i think that um we can respect those things and also respect like our own perspective that involves like our bias and our entertainment yeah i think i'm happy with this list i mean like you said i think anything that we pick someone would disagree yeah. full-heartedly you know I mean, like i feel like you have to be happy with this list you got three of the people that you wanted in, in the, the spots spot. that, they, that you wanted that's why yeah, what i was gonna say next is, and yeah. i mean like these were all in my top list you know besides leo which i'm totally fine with him being up there you know like i definitely see why um, he's up there. So I feel like this is a good representation of Backseat Directing's top five actors. And our Backseat Directing five actors are... Leonardo DiCaprio in the first spot. Kristen, Christian Bale in second place. In third, Will Smith. In fourth, Matt Damon. And in fifth, Hugh Jackman. Boom. So that wraps up our five. Um... Andrew, what's your review on this episode? So this was something different that we did. We normally we like come up with a list yeah. beforehand, not together. And sometimes we'll call each other and talk about it, but we don't like discuss it over because we wanted the episode have we, a first time reaction on right? it. Right. We we talk about our top five together and maybe like trash each other's top five <laughs> or stuff, you know. But this time we we figured it out together and we had to agree. Yeah. At some point, what did you think of this episode? I actually really enjoyed it. And I think part of it's probably because you let me off so easy. Like, you made a lot of concessions on this. Um, I mean, they were people that were on your top five, and you said yours was more fluid. Um, mm-hmm. Even though you said Tom Cruise's name first, I know that didn't mean you wanted him first. Yeah. I panicked. But <laughs> yeah, you let me, um, you kind of like came to agree with some of the points I was making, and uh, you, you didn't like, fight tooth and nail i mean you didn't let me get denzel and i have to accept that but i i really enjoyed it and i feel like um the like discourse worked really well like we had a good communication how did you feel about it i really enjoyed this um (laughs) almost more so than our other format of like figuring out on our own and then talking about it because aaron doesn't want to argue me (laughs) i don't like the arguing episodes as much as andrew does that's for sure i love to argue i i I, I want to bring this back. Not saying I want it to replace our other, yeah. uh, where we come up with our top five and then talk about it on camera. Like, I want to do both. I, I would like to do this again. Maybe we could do it for movies or we could do it for actresses. And I think we might have more like debate that. if we had, like, if we'll bring Zach on maybe for another one or Corey, one of our like previous guests. And, and all three of us have oh, to it'd agree. It would be so hard if yeah. Corey comes on to agree with us because I'm going to have to. <laughs> 
deal with Corey's takes. Oh man, yeah, that that would be rough. And then even with Zach too, like um, he'd be hard to agree with because he just likes everything. Yeah, the funny thing about stuff like this is I feel like you and me tend to have pretty similar opinions, which yeah. works when we are gonna like discuss an episode or a movie or something that we're not like having completely rival opinions at every turn. Right. But um, that would definitely throw a wrench in if we put a third person in a shared ranking. That'd be fun. We should try to get one of them on the episode or on an episode and uh, think of a cool topic where we can kind of discuss all of this stuff. That'd be yeah, fun. Yeah, definitely. All right. And that's, that's a wrap. wrap.